Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 204 DGS. Uh, coming up at 2.30 p.m., we have our good friend Tim Izzell coming in live. Uh, we also talk a little bit of sports. First of all, can you do it? But I know you're playing hurt. <laughs> yeah, who was uh, who was it that did the, the? Oh, it was Mike Matheny. Remember that when he cut himself on a new tool or something that he got when he was still playing for the Cardinals? I kind of did that today. I was slicing a potato for my lunch, and I decided to slice my thumb. It was what great. are you slicing a potato you, for? Because for I had a baked potato. A potato. I had a baked potato, and I had le- it was leftovers, right? So we made a couple of extras. We had extra baked potato and the meatloaf that we made, and I was going to put those in there. And I'm sli- cutting up the baked potato so that it'll be easier to reheat. And uh, I forgot my thumb was there, <laughs> mm. and so I cut it, and it was bleeding. Thumbs bleed. Yeah, they do. And it was, and it's it's like this tiny little thing too. It's like maybe like two centimeters of a cut, but it's like. Yeah. Blood everywhere. He keeps alternating between downplaying what happened with the cut and then saying things like blood everywhere. Well, I mean, and, uh, I don't mean like, like saying he ruined his shirt and he had to change. I Yeah. I mean, it got on my shirt, so I had to change my shirt and I had to get the thing to stop because you know how that is. They don't stop. Yeah. yeah. Those, what are those little cuts on your fingertips and all like they don't stop. So you like you have to wait for it to stop and then yeah. you put the Band-Aid on and then you go. I had a really bad day the other day. I think I mentioned it, but let me just lean in on how bad it was. That So I like to be tan, and uh, no one's naturally tan in the winter, uh, but I stopped getting spray tans because BioBalancer like, ah, it's kind of not great for your skin. Uh, but I was just white like uh, a Thanksgiving turkey while being brined. <laughs> So and, like me. And so I decided to, uh, I found some spray at home, just like, you know, Neutrogena or something. I'm like, oh, there you go. I'll just paint my head. And uh, <laughs> But before I do that, <laughs> who's going to see anything else? Before I do that, I'm going to shave my head. And so I did it really quickly. Oh, no. And I nicked the back. Ooh. And I knew I had cut it, but <laughs> it's on the back of my head, so no one can see that. And uh, <laughs> then I spray tanned over it. And then I came to work, and I'm in a bad mood. It was the day I was wearing my stupid outfit. Oh. It was the day I looked like the Joker's henchman. <laughs> and I walk in the door, and I see Carl Middleman, who's fine. Uh, but he was talking about something like, uh, I go to the Emma's party and he's like, oh my gosh, it's Anna. And then I turn around and walk up. He's like, your head's bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, friggin' perfect. Carl Middleman. <laughs> and so I'm thinking like, well, Carl is kind of a big personality. I'm sure he's overreacting. <laughs> and I go in there and I, I look in the mirror and it, I look like I had a, a red ponytail. <laughs> 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 like Kung Fu 
or something. <laughs> it was just going straight down the back oh, of my head, man. down my neck, and I'm like, what a freak. <laughs> I come walking in with a white body and a tan head that's bleeding down my spine. Oh, no. Thank God for Carl. No one else would have said anything. Carl's oh, like, your head's bleeding. You. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I would have I would have let you know if you had blood running yeah. down your head. I thought you were gonna say you shaved your head and then you sprayed the spray tan and it burned really bad. Oh no. Yeah, I thought that was where it was going to. No, no. Yeah, we were both like, like oh, <gasps> it's No, that's no big deal. That's Burn's gonna so sting. Good. Nope, didn't sting. Burns so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're both off of spray tan. We used to be a tan-looking show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The two of us were. Yes, sir. Yeah. I thought you guys just stopped to make me feel better. <laughs> no, I just got tired of going yeah. all the time. I don't have any, like, problem with it. I'm just that lazy to where I'm like, eh, I know I look better when I'm tan, but I'll yeah, just tr- tr- never get one again. Trish got Kevin and the balance shifted Yeah, I'm like, it's a little more pale. <laughs> the worst, and this was complete operator error but i this is when i was getting consistent spray tans and my machine was was occupied so i did a different one and i I didn't know how it worked and it just didn't seem to be doing anything and so my dumb ass looks right into the nozzle. Oh, <laughs> right, like, what am I looking for? What am I going to see in the nozzle and go, oh, I see what it is. It's a flux capacitor. And it started just then and shot me right in the face. So I looked like a tie-dyed shirt. <laughs> and then I got, I'm like, well, it can't be that bad. I'm sure they account for things like this. And I can't believe they even let me walk out of there. Because I got in my car and I look at them and it's like, oh, for the love of God. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm rubbing it across my head yeah. trying to even it out. All right, never done this. Do you have to wear goggles to do that? No, you no. just close your eyes. Just close your eyes, okay. Yeah. Sometimes when you get the bronzer or something and it really shows up right away, it's like, this is borderline problematic. Yeah. <laughs> let people do this. It can be. Do you guys have to do the thing where you stand in, like, yeah. funny ways? When you use the Versa Spa. Yeah. And that's another, that's one of those things, I have many of these on my list, of things that make me feel really proud and accomplished. Like when I know to turn left and do this and do this like Gumby, I'm getting spray tan for the love of God, <laughs> and I'm not curing cancer, but I walk out of there like, I'm so good at that. Nailed, Nailed it. it. Nailed it. Yeah. I did that thing again last night where I took off my boots, took off my Timberlands, and then I stood on my left foot, raised my right foot, took my sock off. And then reverse the process. And when I walked out of the bedroom, I'm like, most guys my age couldn't do that. <laughs> Basically <laughs> a yogi at this point. Like, that's yeah. how low the bar is now, that I can take my socks off without sitting down. I'm over here like, man, how do you do that? <laughs> my favorite little trick is, like, if I'm getting a cereal bowl out, I'll grab it, the left hand, and throw it to the right hand without turning my head. Like, I'll get that. I got Ooh, skills. Risky. I still yeah, have the that skills. Is, that is dangerous. That whole little one-foot flip. Okay, Sports. So we listened. We didn't get back on the air because uh, Sonny Gray talked for a long time, which was great and very relatable. Uh, I mean, he couldn't have scripted it better. Like, I'm just a a competitor and I don't want to get to know the batter. I want to strike him out. It's me against you. Mono, mono. Um, Big success, right? Don't you think? Yeah, I, I mean, for sure. Look, you're getting you're getting a guy that was second in the running for the Cy Young Award this past season in the American League. So you're getting somebody that pitched like you need someone to pitch. But you know when you were we were t- we were listening to that press conference I know I'm not the first to think this it's been discussed by other people but we've been talking a lot the last few years especially this past year 
what's it going to be like in the clubhouse? Like, Wayno was kind of the spokesman, right? And there are other people in there with personalities. Miles Michaelis has a great personality, just as an example. But a lot of the stars are a little on the quiet side, right? I mean, Nolan Arenado's a little quiet. Paul Goldschmidt's a little quiet. None of the other offensive players are really that big a star. Um, so who is going to, like, replace that presence that Wayno had? The go-to interview guy, the guy that can... There you go. Yeah. That's another important thing for yeah. a guy like Sonny Gray to be. You need those guys. You need the guy that can be, you know, the storyteller, can be the guy that that you can go to after a game and yeah. you know he's going to be interesting. So when it comes to the Cardinals, uh, I've gone from casual fan to back to being a big fan like I was as a kid. And as you know, from doing sports call and radio for decades, a little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing. <laughs> So now, just go on Twitter. Now I have it in my head that uh, Montgomery's the answer. That's what we need to do. Yeah, is go get him, bring him back. There's your starting lineup. Well done, Cardinals. Let's go do it. Thoughts? Mm, not going to happen. All right, they're not going to go that. He, he's going to get. He's probably going to get 175 million dollars. Wow. Yeah. Okay. He's probably going to be Sunny Gray, close to that AAV, the 25 million a year, maybe more. But he's going to get six or seven years. Never mind. Um, he's three. He's three years younger than Sunny Gray. He's coming off a big platform in the postseason, and the Dodgers, Rangers, Yankees, all these big money teams are going to be in on him. So if you look at what Nola got to stay in Philly, yeah, the seven and 172. That's probably where Montgomery's going to be, especially that he's out there being bid upon by all these big market teams. So. Okay. Probably not him. If they add a starting pitcher from this point forward, it's going to be in a trade. Then you're not going to see another big big money guy. They're not going to add that kind of contract. Do we have anyone besides Goldschmidt and Arenado who we could trade that would get a Sunny Gray or above level pitcher? Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody wants Nolan Gorman. Everybody wants Jordan Walker. You could trade those for almost any pitcher you want at this point. Really? But you but you're not going to do that. You can't afford to do that. Um, when you have young potential stars and Gorman's more than just potential star, he's already one of the best left-handed power hitting infielders in major league baseball. And he's not even done developing. He's still getting better as you go. Um, but trading that and, or trading a guy like Jordan Walker, who has five years of team control left, has a chance to be a 35, 40 Homer guy. You don't trade those guys unless you're super desperate. Like if you were on the verge of winning the world series, you might do that. But they're not that team right now. There's no way that a 71-win team should be trading the young guy. They have others, though. I mean, So is Gorman going to be an everyday guy when he's healthy enough? I would think so. If, I mean, you know, the back problems cost him some cost him some time in the second half. Assuming he's healthy, I would think, yeah. Because he, he hit better against left-handed pitching this year, and he hadn't done that in the past. Mm -hmm. That's a sign that he's going to be an everyday player. Um, and even if he's not, look, even if you're a, a left-handed hitter in the platoon, you're going to play 75 80% of the time anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he's an everyday dude and will be a 35 home run guy this year. Just if he just plays enough. I mean, if it's just that simple. So if you're going to trade people, the guys that you might trade that other teams would want would be like Brendan Donovan. People love Brendan Donovan because he can play five or six positions and he gets on base a lot. They like Lars Newtbar, but I think the Cardinals want to keep him. Yeah. Uh, team, some teams like Dylan Carlson. They like Tyler O'Neill, but you won't get. Yeah. The big starter for them. If you're getting the big starter, it's going to cost you one of the other good ones. From St. Louis to Saudi Arabia. I don't like Saudi Arabia. Maybe I should, and I'm dumb, but no, I, just, I just don't like them. Yeah. Uh, and it made me happy to see that their 38,000-seat soccer stadium held exactly 447 people. 
It's just not, you can spend all the money in the world you want, but you can't make people care. That's it. I mean, and look, they're not trying to do anything other than clean up their image. That's what they're doing with all of these sports expenditures. It's what they're doing with the Live Tour. It's what they've been doing, buying up soccer teams in, in Europe and things like that. They're just, I mean, we're calling it sports washing because that's what it is. They want to try to essentially make their reputation of being terrible, violent dictators go away. And I mean, who's going to do, who's going to buy that? Like, yeah. Oh, oh, look at that. You did a, you you did a golf league. We'll forgive you for all the beheadings. I really do feel like all of the people who are getting rich from it, they know the deal. Yeah. They know they're selling their soul. Okay, fine. Whatever. It's, it's your career. It's your money. It's not illegal. And then every other single person sees it for what it is. Pretty much. I mean, I, I don't get the sense that everybody out there is like, ooh, live tour, let's go. And, and that's just the biggest example here. But they're throwing money around for international sporting events, right? They were, they've been throwing it around trying to do, uh, again, big soccer things in Europe. They just They have money to burn. They can do whatever they want. And look, part of what they're doing, too, aside from the sports washing, is they're diversifying. They know at some point in the future that the oil is not going to be their, their, the thing that it's been for them historically. At some point, it's going to change. So they need to do other things while they still have all this ridiculous money. But it doesn't, you know, I, and it it's a thing that bothers me, not just as a sports fan, but in general. But, I mean, like, we as a country are just like, <laughs> oh, you, you dismembered that guy? Oh, yeah. Okay. And I just keep the oil prices low. Like, we just were buddy-buddy with them. And it's not just Phil Mickelson. It's not just that. And I always kind of found it strange that we have this big outrage when golfers take their money or when celebrities take their money. But well, I think pre- for, presidents hang out with them all the time. I that's, mean, that's the thing. I think for a lot of the people like like us that feel very outraged by that or think that that's ridiculous and that they are not a great country. But there's also I, th- that sense of like, well, I mean. What are we supposed to do about it? We yeah, don't have I thought any power when, to when Biden fist bumped mm-hmm. MBS was about as low in his administration well, as it was. Because it was like, don't worry, he's not going to shake his hand. Yeah. I'm just going to fist bump him I'd instead. I'd rather he shake his yeah, hand. Yeah, me too. Was, me fist too. bumping is something I do to my pal. Yeah, right. That That's a little bit more. Li- it's like it's like you're terrible. adding levity to the moment. Yeah. Like, yes. hey, buddy. Like, no, a, a handshake can just be a formality. Yeah. It can just be, hey, we got to do this, as opposed to the fist bump, which looks like you're celebrating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. 225 DGS. Uh, my pal Tim Mazzell is going to be in live today. Uh, can I give you the tiniest little bitch and moan about stuff? Sure. I like those. I, uh, I think a lot of people are like this. I'm not the most techie guy. I struggle. I don't like going to the self-checkout because I'm afraid of doing it wrong, right? I'm so tired of leave the card in, take the card out, take the card out quickly, (laughs) put the card back in. I'm so tired of being card bossed (laughs) by these tiny little robots. Yeah. And they're all different. Yeah. Like, today I was getting gas and I put it in and it, and I thought it was when you leave it in. And I swear to God, it was like, it said, like, remove card. Quickly. And then the, the second one said, remove card quickly. And I'm like, ah, ah, 
<laughs> I like the tap though. Oh, I, I hate the too. tap. I oh, hate like the tap. tap. I love the tap. Tap is the that tap but is the you solution. You have to, all to make it clear where to tap. Today, Some I tapped another man's car. I was just like, <laughs> like is this where I put it? <laughs> I just, I just like smash the card up on the screen and just kind of rub it around. <laughs> I hate the Please tap. Please just a lot of accept the, the tap. The good readers actually show you with a little like yes. Wi-Fi signal. This is where you put it. Yes. It's the best. I hate whenever I'm putting the chip in and they're like, no chip, tap. It's like, then why does it have a chip? <laughs> we just got the chip. Why are we tapping now? This is insane. <laughs> I am saying this, though. I'm glad the swiping is going away because that's where all the problems come in. Yeah. Is that magnetic yeah. band gets worn and then later on in the life of the card, it doesn't work well. And you, oh, and you have to make that joke. Oh, oh, hope it's not declined. Oh, little lady's really been using this one. And, and like, then we become the people <laughs> at the front of the line like yes. they were at the bookstore. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Speaking of, how about that parking garage last night? Oh, my. What what happened? I was, I'm so uh, mad. I, know, I was so I'm mad. losing my mind. There were, it's cold. The car's not heated up yet. There were, I was behind the guy that couldn't get out. And there were 12 cars behind me. I was right behind you. And after 20 minutes, someone from from Park Pacific came sauntering out. I mean, mm -hmm. sauntering. I didn't even look at him as I drove by him. I oh, was me like, either. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I got a question. I'm not going to say anything. He looked nice like Popeye's to you. dad. Yeah. <laughs> I got a question. I don't know what their job description is. But if your job is to be the parking garage attendant person, you should attend. It shouldn't mm -hmm. take eight minutes no. to get a response when somebody pushes the button when you need to get some attention. No. Thank it's you. Terrible. Thought I was being a jerk. Can I do my live here? Yeah. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back, guys. DGS on KMOX. Uh, my pal Timmy Zell is in live with us. How long have we known each other now? Man, it's. I'm trying to think when we shot the uh, laugh pad piece. We don't, you remember that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so that had to be. <laughs> that was at the old station, I think, still. So yeah, it had to be like oh, maybe oh five. Yeah, something like right. that. Is that about, yeah. Then we did several years of two or three hits a week. Yep. 
Absolutely, on the Which we wouldn't even plan. <laughs> we just kind of just go with it. It started out like... Uh, like a producer would be like, okay, Dave, what do you want to do? And I'd have to like storyboard it. And then by the end, it's just like, yeah, Glover's coming in. I don't know what he's going to do. We're just going to do he's it. He's got a bag of chicken with him. <laughs> That'll work. That's all we it need. It always did. He got a hairpin and a piece of bubble gum. <laughs> I can MacGyver this, right? <laughs> so much fun. Yeah, it's a blast. blast. Um, thanks for having me on the other day for Operation Food Search. Oh, great, great. Our pl- pleasure to have y'all on and, yeah. to, and to talk about and let people know what y'all are doing. Yeah. I mean, not only have you brought a lot of entertainment over the years, but your show, like my show, is a great vehicle for charities and introducing new talent and things like that. That has to mean a lot to you over the years. Absolutely. I mean, we, you know, we get to give voice to people who may not have that voice otherwise. Yeah. How, how do they get the word out? And we give them the opportunity to do that. Yeah. So you and I have been great friends for a couple of decades now, yeah. and we both had challenges in our life, God knows. For sure. Been through a few of them <laughs> together. You have a new one in your life, and a new health issue that you said you're, you're open to talking about, Absolutely. and I, I would love to have you talk to the audience about it. Yeah, so uh, two years ago this past August, I was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. Um, I had been doing the Thread television show, yes. which is a, was a television ministry that was all about uh, talking about the kingdom work being done in our community and celebrating it. And we were in our, in our you know, most stable place we had been. Uh, I was working at Fox 2 at the same time, too, uh, so I could keep doing the thread and, and moving in that lane. And, man, I just was exhausted. I was having fatigue. I knew, I knew something wasn't right. I, my, my balance was off, um, slow motion movement at times. And um, I thought it was just low energy, like from running in two lanes for so mm-hmm. long. Uh, I thought that's what it was. And my, it was actually my urologist who it g- gave me some testosterone supplements to see if that would do the trick. And he said, you, you know, your testosterone's not bad, but your free testosterone's a little low. Let's see what happens. So my numbers all jumped, but I still felt the same. And he's like, you need to go see a neurologist. And um, I was diagnosed, and it, it, it was kind of an answered prayer because— we didn't know what was going on, mm-hmm. but at least now we knew what was going on. Yeah. And the thing about Parkinson's disease is once you've seen one Parkinson's patient, you've seen one Parkinson's patient. They're all different. Uh, everybody's symptoms are different. And it's it's a progressive uh, disease. There's no cure for it. But at what rate you're going to progress, nobody knows. So what you're treating is symptoms. So for me, uh, fatigue, the balance, the slow motion movement, the rigidity, uh, those were the things that were really presenting for me. Yeah. What does it feel like? Because you're such a high energy, quick moving guy. Yeah. Is it, what does it feel like to have all of that in there, but be restrained a bit by this disease? So when I got, when I was diagnosed, my neurologist, this was right in the middle of COVID, right? In the, in the, still in the heat of it. So I'm in his office and he says, do you have a picture of yourself? Like an older photo. I mean, I'm like, yeah, like a driver's license. And he said, yeah. So I, I held that up. He said, pull your mask down. And he's like, yeah, you got the Parkinson's face. And I'm like, really? And I looked at it and I looked in the mirror and I could see it. Yeah, my face was more drawn, mm-hmm. less expressive. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's very interesting that, you know, high energy, uh, expressiveness. And, and here's the other cognition part of it. Um, it was explained to me like the part of your brain that is responsible for keeping me upright and mobile sure. is failing a little bit. So it has to borrow some help from the frontal lobe, which is where cognition comes in. Yes. So now it's having to split its duties 
so my cognition is slowed down, which makes sense. But here's two things I've relied on for my whole career is my expressiveness and quick wit, right? Yeah. And those are two of the things that were attacked by, by the disease. Um, so, you know, I, I waited a couple, couple years to, to go public with it just because I wanted my family to have time to get their head around it. We needed to wrap our hand or head around it, know what was going on. Um, but it's, it's been a, it's, it's, it's been a, it's a journey, you know, every day is different. Um, but when you, when you, you ask a good question, like, what does it feel like? Like there's times when I, f- I can't not move. Like I'm just, I'm my, they call it my dancing feet at home mm-hmm. and dad's got his dancing shoes on. And, mm-hmm. and then there's other times when I'm really lagging behind. I'm, I'm slow. And, yeah. uh, and there's, there's days when the medi- medication decides to not work and, it's those days are different different than the other days. So yeah. um you never know what to expect, but um it's been a real it, it's been a real gift in some ways, in the sense that for me, it's a daily reminder of my weakness and God's strength. Because I know that I need him each and every day. And I don't know what that day's gonna bring. Yeah. But I but because it's a progressive illness. Today's my best day. I got to give you a compliment. Um, As you know, I'm an agnostic. You are my best Christian friend who has been the most consistent since I've known you, the most pleasant. (laughs) And and you know what I mean? Because when I was very religious, it was always uh, pounded into my head. Uh, You can go witness. You can go knock on doors. But the number one thing is just to live your life in such a way that people will look at you and say, what's what's that guy got? That's what you've always done. Oh, man. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I appreciate that. So, Parkinson's, I don't know how common it it is. I know you hear it a lot. Yeah. Uh, Why is it that it's such a tough nut to crack medically now? I'm sure you've looked into it and talked to your doctors, and you never thought in a million years you would have it, but why is it so difficult? Uh, the, the neurological aspect of it, I mean, it's, there's so, because it's a neurological disorder, I guess, um, there's so many different factors and things going on. And like I said, it plays itself out in different ways with different people. Michael J. Fox, you know, had it such an early age. Nobody, they still don't know what causes it. They don't know what, what causes that problem. They know they have an idea of what's going on, but they don't know why, why it's going on. And uh, Michael J. Fox has been huge. His foundation has been uh, immensely uh, helpful in pushing towards and getting closer to some answers. But is it hereditary? For some people it is. But they, from what I've understood, if it, if it is hereditary, it's very consistent. Like granddad had it, dad's going to have it, son's going to have it, grandson. You know yeah. what I mean? Do you have a history? Do you know? No one in my family. No one mm-hmm. in my family's had it. So, I, you know, what, you know, we've talked about my... My alcoholism at a young age, I thought maybe that was had something to do with it, with, with developing brain and drinking at such a young age. Some say, yeah, maybe. Others say, no, that's not it. Yeah. Uh, and who knows? And, you know, I've kind of gotten, like, like the why, I'm kind of like, well, I'm, never, I'm not going to figure that out, so what am I going to do about it? Yeah. You know, how am I going to walk it out? And, um, and how are you doing it? How are you working it out personally and professionally? So, personally... Uh, a, a good friend of mine gave me some great advice. Uh, she's battling and has battled uh, Crohn's for, for a, a lifetime almost. And she told me, 
when she got her diagnosed, she said, I could, I could do one or two things. I could either spend all my time being angry and hateful and, and, and resentful at this disease, or I can make it my best friend and we can walk this thing out together. And I'm like, man, powerful. That's, that's powerful to be able to, to have that mindset. And I'm like, so that's my, that was my aim. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to make it my friend and, and, and we'll walk it out together. I had a speaking engagement the other night and I got up there and <laughs> it was one of those nights yeah. and my legs gone. And so I said, okay, right, everybody, just so you know, this is my new friend park. Uh, that's the nickname we've given him. Uh, park is short for Parkinson's. My wife one time was said I wasn't moving fast enough to get in the store with her. And she goes, come on park. Let's go. <laughs> it's going to keep it moving. And I'm like, all right. She goes, here, take the basket. That'll help. So I said, this is my new friend park. We're going to let him have, his time, so he needs a little attention, so we'll give him a little. He can have the first word, but he didn't get the last word. I, just being honest, I think I might have a month of that in me, all yeah. positive, and then I'm going dark. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to think that I could meet it the way you are, but I think I would end up very angry and jaded. Well, well, you know, I, and I'd, be, I'd be lying if I tell you there weren't days, you know, when, when it's... it's, it's I'm at the end of my rope too. I mean, I, I don't do it perfectly for sure at any, by, by any means. And, you know, one of my, I used to love to play basketball. That was one of my, that's one of my things. And stamina has been a thing that's been really hit hard with this. Uh, and I was doing a live shot with uh, a uh, police versus firefighters um, basketball game. And I, I got up and down the court one time and I was done. Yeah. And I got stiff and I'm like, ah. I mean, this is, not this too. Yeah. You know, this is one of my this is right. one of my passions. Don't right? take this. <laughs> Not this. And you have been doing a, a boxing class that's specifically for people with Parkinson's. Man, look, this thing, it's a real deal. Like if there was any drawback for me waiting to go public is I didn't know about this. Yeah. You know, it uh it's called rock steady boxing and it is strictly for uh Parkinson's patients. And what it what it is is uh you, you do a half hour where you're on the bag and you're having to the cognition of membrane, yep. jab, cross, hook, uppercut, you know, and the combinations thereof. And then you do 30 minutes of circuit training as well, where they're doing exercises that specifically target the Parkinson's, like having to walk a, a, a straight line ba- balance while you're doing uh, arm curls or uh, having to stand on those uh, unsteady balls where you, you, you stand on them and it's just like you're stepping on jelly, right? Yeah. Uh, the BOSUs. And, and then... Um, I, I'm watching it when I observe the first time I'm looking at it, like, man, I could do that. That's not going to be anything. I got out there. I was wiped. I mean, by, by the end of the hour, I was done. And I do it three times a week. And I got to tell you, it's made a huge difference. Good. It really does. And not to mention the community, you know, you, you're getting the physical aspect, but you're also with all these people who are walking the same, right? You're, you're walking in. They, they can share their experience, yeah. strength and hope with you. And you can do the same with them yeah. as you share your experiences together. That's so, great. Yeah, it's been really good. Well, this isn't the kind of thing you say to buddies, and I know you don't want to be, but you you are very inspirational on many levels. So, oh, man, I, I appreciate that. And I appreciate your support, man. I mean, you've always, uh, every time we've we've talked, you're always checking up, see how I'm doing, and asking me what's going on, and, and, I, and I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. And, and you said professionally, how am I walking it out? Man, I just I just do it. You know, we just keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. Now I watched you the other day. You, I mean, that's all you can do. That's that's what you, that's all you can do. Yeah. You're still better than anyone else in St. Louis TV. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, buddy. Love you too, man. Thank you. Welcome back. Thanks again to my pal, Tim. 
Um, you know, I've been in this business almost a quarter century, and uh, as have you, Wheels. It's like any other business. There are good people. There are bad people. There are genuine people. There are fraudulent people. Probably more fraudulent people in our business than most <laughs> because you make up a persona and you fake it and you go with it. And what I said about Tim is so true. I've known him so long and so well and really admired him uh, just being such a great performer, right? I mean, he just, he created a genre here in St. Louis. It was a genre with coconut bras, but (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? And he, the guy he is on the air is the same guy he is off the air. Except that, much like me, he's much quieter. He's not like that. Like I'm sure he can turn it on, the Tim Mizell thing, at any time. But off the air, he's very quiet. He's very humble. He's he's just, and he really is, what I said, I'm going to say it again. Um, he, he, of all the people I've ever known, makes me want to have what he has religiously. Because he doesn't use it as a shield. He doesn't use it as a sword. He doesn't hide behind it. He doesn't attack people with it. He doesn't judge people with it. He 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 just is who he is and believes what he believes. And he's just the best example of that I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. And to do that, you know, the, the professional side of it, to, to combine that with the personal is not an easy thing. No. And to be a unique brand, like to be something different. Is not an easy thing, and to be honest, too, the to be the energy person and the fun oh. guy, and all, that's not that's oh. a that is a that hard is a, job. That is a very hard job, especially like five in the morning, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. that's you a, can't even whole get my ass out of bed at that time. Was out doing stupid stuff at five in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's no joke, man. Say, so, I really appreciate Tim. Yeah, you probably grew up with him. Oh, for sure. And meeting him, I guess I met him maybe like six or seven years ago. He's just, it's like you said, Dave, he's very humble, but he's also exactly who he is on TV. He's just a genuine, the word authentic keeps popping to mind, the Merriam-Webster. Yeah, yeah. The word of the year is like he's the authentic. Yeah. So that was a great interview. If you guys missed it, uh, podcast it. There's also a great picture of Dave and Tim up on the Dave Glover Show Facebook page if you want to go show Tim some love. Yeah, please do. That would that would that would make me happy. You know, it may it in listening to it and sitting back, that's a great conversation that friends can have. That's very tough yeah. when you don't know someone to go back and forth, but obviously you guys know each other really well and that I think it made it not only easier to listen to, but there are things that are going to come out because of that familiarity. Yeah. Right. I mean, that was really, I, I would, I'm going to go back and listen to it again later. I know that. Yeah. And, and the bottom line is, uh, Tim said when, when we went on break that once you're diagnosed with Parkinson's, you've probably had it for five or six years. So there are people out there listening right now. I could be one of them who have yeah. that or something else sinister going on in your body and you don't know it. And then when you find out, it's just a matter of how you handle it. And again, to his credit, the way he's handling it is the way he's handled everything else in his life, which is direct, honest, with his faith intact and his sense of humor intact. He's just love the guy to death. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.